So let's tune in to Black Cyber, the number one, the number one podcast to jumpstart, sustain, and catapult African Americans' career in cybersecurity. Black Cyber, securing our place in the industry. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the uh, Black Cyber Podcast. I'm your host, George McPherson. I guess today is a speaker, a cybersecurity professional, and a certification instructor. Everybody, welcome to the show, Chelsea Pierre. Hey, how you doing? It's nice hey. to meet you. Hey, oh, Chelsea, welcome to the show. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. It's a great time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm glad you um, you actually uh, took me up on my invitation to be on a podcast. I know you're going to be a wealth of knowledge. Um, to talk to the people today. Uh, Chelsea, let's get into the uh, Black Cyber Origins. How did you, first of all, how did you get into technology jobs? And then how did you get into cybersecurity later on? Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Such, such a journey. So um, I was prior Air Force. And honestly, I wanted nothing <laughs> to do with tech. Yeah. But, you know, when you join the military, you take the ASVAB, and they put you where you feel disqualified. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so they put me in a uh, technical position. Uh, they skilled me up. And so when I got out, finished my degree uh, and applied to computer science, and I said, you know what? I kind of enjoy what I'm doing. And what made me want to pursue cyber was it was one time I was working for Geek Squad. And so how Geek Squad is set up, anything that comes to your table, it comes to Geek Squad, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be as small as, hey, replace my hard drive to as big as, hey, we have a, ran- we have a ransomware. And at that time that I was working, ransomware became popular. We would have so many laptops. We would have all type of things saying, hey, pay here. The now, what, 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 sorry about that. What year was that when ransomware oh, was kind that of? was probably 2000. 13. Got it. Yep. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, Go ahead. Sorry 13. about that. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I, I look young, but I'm old. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. And so I found interested, I found viruses and just trying to prevent them a very interesting uh, idea. And I just wanted to learn more. Well, I left there and I picked up a lot of system admin that turned to networking jobs. So I always wanted to get into cyber, but how the cyber field is set up, they initially want to hire you if you have experience. And so I applied. I mean, I've read books. I felt Hmm. like I was knowledgeable to pass an interview. I would like excel through interviews, but they say, hey, but have you touched this appliance? Have you touched this equipment? I'm like, well, no. They're like, well... We want somebody with, uh, you know, X amount of years. Gotcha. Well, could so, you, let me ask you this. Could you explain, could yeah. you explain like how to work on those, some of those devices as you did some home labs or. Right. So, so what I did after getting tired of being discouraged and turned gotcha. down, I said, you know what, not only am I going to understand more about the vulnerabilities of the day, I would read articles. I would study. I exactly. even have a book now for uh, snort rules, which is. Yeah. 
definitely something that you should know. I mean, I would just prepare myself and I would have a home lab. Like right now, uh, GNS3, that's a popular one that oh, you can yeah. have. You create a home lab. It has different, if you have the licenses, oh, yeah. uh, you, it's any network that you want to create. And if you can't afford the licenses, that's fine. You know, you can contact the vendors. They would give you trial licenses, you know, 30 days, 14 days, enough for you to get say, hey, I have hands on. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I would attend conferences. Uh, I would, whatever I can do to say, hey, I may not have had that career title, but I understand the appliance. I understand what it's for. I understand what it does. I understand the mission that's behind it. So, and all I need is just more hands on. And then I would challenge them. I would say, would you rather somebody who has touched this appliance and has about two years or whatever X amount of years just only working in this area of cyber compared to me where I know the back end. I know networking. I know system admin. If there is a penetration, I understand where it could have come. So where I was weak, not having been in a cyber position, I made myself strong in other areas that surrounds it. Because what I realized, um, a lot of people in cyber that is all that they know. They don't have a full roundabout back, you know, background. They don't know a lot in networking. And networking is a big thing. If somebody's cutting through your network outside of your appliance and saying, hey, there's an intrusion, you should know, hey, this interface connects this route, this to this, you know. I mean, yeah. all the way down to, you know, you should have a roundabout. Oh, so yeah. I used to challenge them on oh, that yeah. So yeah. I finally, I finally... <laughs> Finally broke through. <laughs> and I like that that so, um, they identified, okay, you don't have the skill set. And you said, okay, let me go do the home lab. Let me do, let me do the home lab. Let me, let me practice it. Yeah, and like right. you said, let me let me know it on a higher level. Let me know, not only know this piece of technology, let me know how that piece of technology works let with me, another piece of technology. Like you said. Right. And, and it, that's it. You have, yeah. you have to, what you are able to do. You can receive yeah. a note, but what you are able to do as an individual, do it, do it, perfect it, rebuild yeah. the path. So, because what not only recruiters or hiring managers, not only do they want somebody who has skill, but they want somebody that can learn. Because oh, yeah. if you know too much, then they, then they will feel like you're overqualified for what they're going to pay you. Yeah. And then, uh, but that's that's a whole nother thing. That's a good problem to have, though. But we, yeah, we, and we that's can, a good problem. there's ways to work around that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's 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 <laughs> that's a different route. Oh, but yeah. you, you can you you cannot you cannot get discouraged when doors shut because when doors shut, there are just like in tech, there are back doors. You know that you yeah. can go through. Yeah. So and I had to. It was a passion. That's what I wanted to do. And I was, you know what. I get it, and I and I, I if, if I cannot touch, you know, a source fire, or touch a Splunk, or touch any other appliance, uh, a SolarWinds, or any other appliance out there, then like let's say uh, like source fire, that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. I I, I did never touched a source fire before I got it, but I understood source fire. You need to know Linux. You need to know Snort rules. Okay. You need to know Python. You need to know networking. You need to know uh, you know network architecture. Yeah. yeah. So no. That was a lot of technologies. Touched, yeah, right. Yeah. No, I have not touched it, but I have the skills to progress in it. So oh, once yeah. I see the appliance, I could 
do the Linux command. I can do the Cisco commands because it has a Linux background and Cisco bought it, so it has Cisco commands. Yeah. I could do all of that because I knew I know that much. You cannot say no. Gotcha. That's so, that's a good point. Like you say, you you learn all these individual technologies. Like you said, the Python programming, the Linux operating system, correct. learning how these uh, networking tools work together. Like you said, you didn't know Sourcefire, but you knew the right. back end technology. So I when, knew the back end. I, I, yeah. yeah, I knew the back end. I studied what Sabre does. I knew what an IDS was. I knew what an IPS was. I I I knew. I knew I read articles, I went to conferences, I went to meetups. I knew the vulnerabilities that was going on today. I knew the vulnerabilities that was going to be going farther. Like, I, you cannot really tell me no. Like, how can you can hire somebody? Yes, this person has five years as a source by engineer. Yeah. But I'm stronger in Linux than what yeah. they are. And you have to know, oh, I'm stronger in snort rules than what they are. You know, you just. You you have to make oh, yeah. yourself worth not only am I worth this position, but honestly, I'm worth this salary. And you yeah. are the only person that could do that, you gotcha. know, and rebuttal that. Oh yeah, um, Chelsea, talk about um, talk about your current position. Uh, you talked a little bit about it, but describe your current position. Is it more of a um, security analyst position, or is it more of a uh, back end security engineer role? So it's more of a back end security engineer role. Gotcha. So, uh, well, so typically there there is there is somewhat of a difference. So, with the cyber, cyber analysts, a lot of them are seeing and looking and recognizing things that. Oh uh, yeah, and that's what that's, the side, I, that's more, the side I work on day to day. Right, they're doing more yeah. of the analyzing and oh, trying yeah. to put things uh, in place. Like, hey, we notice something is going wrong. Oh you yeah. Know, so where minds is more preventative. So yeah. uh, if we have a stick that comes down and says, hey, this is the new, you know, whatever. Gotcha. Place for, it and there. for people that don't know, that's related to threat intel, correct? Correct. Right. Gotcha. Right. So if, there, if there's a new threat, we need you to go to your appliance and prevent that threat from coming. Yeah. And then create some type of, and this is where Python comes in, create some oh, type yeah. of tool that will recognize uh, how many times uh, not only this attack has happened, but where is the regions that it's coming from. Gotcha. So it's, it's, it's more, it's, it's, it's part detection, part preventative, because SourceFire has a firewall inclined in it as well. So. Gotcha. Yeah, you got to have that that analyst skill set. And that's, that's why I work as an analyst. And like you said, um, you gotta the engineer and the analyst have to work together. Like analysts may say, um, this is a false positive and this is not working right. Can you take a look at this? And you may look at a root and say, Okay, I see why that's not working. Right. Or we've had this detection and like you said, we're not seeing this threat, and you you look up and you say, Okay, this rule needs to be added so we can detect it. Um, that's 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 a great way to describe that. And I just I really want to this podcast to kind of get into how to get into cybersecurity, but also how to get into different job roles. And I think and, and it's, it, it, it's good to understand how, how your role works. And, and, and it's, and it starts with that. Uh, like I, uh, like Tampa, Tampa has a lot of meetup groups. And so yeah. uh, a few of those meetup groups, a lot of students come 
come in that's taking classes, I mean, universal level undergrad, they take a class that's trying to get a BS in cybersecurity. Yeah. And so as they are go- gaining their, their uh, education and skills, they have questions. You know, I, I've been approached a lot uh, by students saying, hey, you know, what do you do? Uh, even those who are freshmen in the side, but like, hey, how do you get into it? Is it possible after this degree? My college is promising that they're going to put me in a cyber road yeah. internship or externship. It's going to be yeah, like. Yeah, we know how those promises work. <laughs> right. So, but th- that is a good point because there's a lot of people that has ambitions of trying to be in cyber, but they don't know. And then, of course, companies are saying, well, no, turning you down. And I mean, that that is a that's a generalized question. How do I get in cyber? And then especially nowadays, uh, we we need more cyber professionals. So I think what you're doing is great to help people. And then even while they are in, where do you go from that from now? Because uh, even within my LinkedIn, I have people uh, trying to mentor a few people. They ask me, hey, I'm thinking about cyber. What certifications do I need? Or do I need a CCNA before I get a CISSP? Or what, yeah. what, what, what path? Yeah. You know, and so I think if we could direct them, this is the first question that I always ask uh, the people on LinkedIn that approaches me. Yeah. I, I ask them, what do you want to do in cyber? Yeah, because that's, that's the big question. That all that, depends. The be, that's the answer. It all depends. Correct. What yeah. What do you want to do? And yeah. then that's when the deer in headlights face hits. And <laughs> that's the yeah. That's like, the scary question right there. Right, and yeah. they're like, I, I don't, I don't know. What is it yeah. to do? So of course, I try to, uh, I try to go in deeper. I ask interest questions like, well, what do you like? Or you know, what, what do you find fascinating? Or are you a people person? I, I, I try to dig in deeper and try. Oh to, yeah direct them the best idea. Yeah, I like that. That's I, yeah, you kind of digging yeah. into you helping yeah, them, you're I, being I, like a consultant, helping them find right. their path. Yeah. I keep telling myself not to because if they fill in it, you know, people change and they get there. Well, never mind. I think I like this way. Oh, yeah. I can't get it. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a different problem right there than you. Know. Right. But but <laughs> yeah. that, that that is the biggest as you do this broadcast and people's come to you, how do I get into it? What do you know what areas are inside? Gotcha. And what do you actually want to do? Do you like coding? You don't have to code. You know, yeah. a lot of people say code to code. So I'm like, do you write? Do you like writing papers? Do you know what an IA is? Do you know what a pen tester is? Like, yeah. What do you really want to? Do you want to be the one stopping the traffic? Do you want to be the one just detecting it? Do you want to yeah. be the one saying, hey, I did this research? Uh, do you want to be a manager? Do you not want to be the manager? Do you want to get to engineer? Do you want to be an architect? Like, what do you? It's uh, a thousand possibilities. Yeah. This is. So many, like, what do you want to do? And so that typically takes people like two days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ask them but, the tough questions. But that's good, though. I love what you're doing, Chelsea, as far as uh, being a mentor. Um, let me ask you, what what made you want to do more in uh, cybersecurity and, and network security as far as just working in your role? What made you want to give back, start speaking, start mentoring, start uh, teaching as well? So, uh, I don't even know if I need to say shamefully now, but I never had a mentor. Uh, typically, yeah. people that are in the military, somebody will put them underneath their wing. Or oh, yeah. Like that one mentor. Yeah, I was in the Army and Air Force. Mentors are big in the military. You're right. Right. I never had one. 
I reached out for some. Nobody made time for me. I always wanted a, uh, I always wanted somebody to say, hey, I see potential in you. Let me guide you. But I guess I'm one of them lone gooses that's like, and God just put me aside, you know, if you're spiritual to say no. Yeah. You're to do this yourself. Yeah. You know, so I, I never, I never had a, a mentor in, uh, in any of my endeavors. So it was place I was frustrated. It was many a times I bust my head. It was many a people I have reached out to and screamed, help me or screamed, hey, I see you're doing this. I'm not really a shy person or reaching out. You could be a CEO yeah. a couple people. If I see you or CEO and I want to be a CEO, hi, oh, I yeah. want to be a CEO too. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I, I would reach out and say, help me. And nobody has time. It, it's, 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 it's a cold world out there. So it, it's a blessing but uh, people who have guidance, because I didn't. So I told myself, I said, you know what? If I'm like that, and I'm 32 now, and that then I was all in my 20s and teens, oh, like, somebody yeah. help me, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe there are other people who wants to, who feels the same, and maybe I can reach them, and they might not make the same mistakes, or they might not, you know, have to go through the route, or they might not, Cry this up to sleep. Why everybody around me have mental and help and I can't? Why do I have to go to yeah. road route? So I'm pretty sure I cannot be the only person that have lived through that. You know, so I try to, I, I want to be that one mentor to the person who cannot find one. So I says, you know what? Let me give back. You know, I just, I'm very compassionate. I said, let me give back. And then plus, uh, outside of that, I mean, uh, just on a, um, just on a, business standpoint it is so much money in tech yeah why narrow yourself to one thing if you're a good technician and you're able to speak speak reach to people once you feel like you have made it to a certain point bring the next people up you know and i think people fear if i stop what i'm doing trying to bring this person up i won't excel you will excel just bring more people up so i say you know what let me reach out because, uh, especially, I, I'm an instructor for Pluralsight and Cybery. I, co- I create some of their uh, certification videos. Oh, like yeah. Pluralsight right now, uh, working on the F5 uh, load balancer, right? Gotcha. So, uh, for the ASM. So, I remember having the self-study and watching long, drawn-out, you know, yeah. Videos Painful. of wah, 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 yeah. zeros, blah, and I'll be like, oh my God, kill me. So I'm like, yeah. you know, let me, I know I cannot be the only one that's sick of it. So I like to teach. Let me create some videos to amp, you oh, know, yeah. amp it up for people like oh, you. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking, you know, when people speak, a lot of, uh, some speakers are very frantic about what they say. And they try to cover up. They, you know, it's okay to have um, coof about things that you say and how you project it. But then at the same time, do not fluff so much that you're hiding the truth. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So uh, I like. I would like to get up there and speak and tell real experiences, real circumstances, real things that I had to go through to touch real people. Because gotcha. people are like, okay, well, they look like I've went to conferences and I looked at some of these speakers. They're like, okay, well, you're a multi-millionaire. So, but you've been a multi, your parents been a multi-million, you've been a multi-million all your life. Things look like, you, you cannot relate to me, you know? Yeah. So if I come up there and say, how hey, I'm broke, you broke, but check this out, we ain't got to be broke forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's exactly. More, you know, it, it, it could be more relatable. Oh, yeah. So I'm just, I just, I would never forget the young tech 
that I used to be. Yeah, exactly. there are other young ticks, and I just want to reach out to them and say, it's okay. This is why I made my mistake. This is what worked. Try that. Gotcha. Good points, Chelsea. Um, I know you had a, I think you said you had a young lady that you talked to at one of the uh, conferences uh, and, yeah. a while back. Can you can you go into that? I, yeah, I, I, I can. So, uh, like I said, Tampa has a lot of uh, uh, tech conferences, meetups, and one, one of their net, uh, tech networking events that they have is uh, TechFest. And TechFest is very popular. If you're in tech, then you could be a student, you could be a professional, you could have inspirations. You just come to it. It's a big-ass networking event. It's wherever restaurant or wherever uh, they try to put it at. Free food, free drinks. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, you you just just meeting different people, you know. Oh, yeah. And there was was a young lady, and she was uh, was a with me. But nonetheless, it was a lady. We'll call her young lady. (laughs) <laughs> All right, <laughs> but she she she, she was a, a woman of color, and yeah. so typically when I go to those events, I'm typically maybe one of the only females, or sometimes the only black person if they have other male technicians. Yeah, where, where is scarcity? Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, like fifteen percent of women make up STEM professional careers. You know, so where is scarcity? But none, nonetheless, so she came to me. And so she was like, hey, how you doing? We introduced ourselves. She was like, are you a student, professional? I'm like, I'm a professional. Please do not send me back to college. I'm a professional. I'm not ready yet, you know? And so she says, okay. She looks around. Like I said, we had a lot of males. And she was like, I'm pretty sure you're the only woman in your department. How do you do it? You're coming in here with authority. You're smiling. You're talking. Like, how how do you? I could tell something. How do you do it? Yeah. And so me... Just how I am. I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Because I like to go in more depth with the yeah. question. Because my answer will be in depth. And basically, of course, it was, how are you able to work in a department with all men that are not used to seeing women engineers or technicians? And I said, and I told her, I said, it is hard. Because it is hard. It is, is, I mean, every experience may be different for every one woman. But majority of the women feel the same way. It is hard. You're in a career field that males feel like they're dominant. And so especially when a male is not, I typically, some some departments, tech departments I worked in, I have been the first female to work in there. Oh, yeah. Or I have been yeah. the only black woman or black person in general working in there. And it's hard because they see you. And what they do is give you the grunt work. They give you, hey, file the papers. Hey, make the spreadsheets. Hey, look up serial numbers, organize these cables. They would give you domestic chores, I would call yeah. it, to do. And it's like, hey, buddy, I passed this technical interview oh, yeah. the same way you did. But it, it, it's hard. So so what I told her, I said, it is hard, but stay strong. I said, uh, times are changing, but it, it's hard. I said, if they're not, because her thing was she wanted to learn. She was in, I think she was, uh, I think she was a programmer. She was a software engineer. I'm good. Okay. But she was she was a software engineer. And she said, hey, I, I got hired. I want to build up my skills. I want to grow. I want to excel. But they're not giving me the opportunity. All the males is doing everything. They're not allowing me to grow. And I'm like, if they won't allow you to grow, fine. Do not get too discouraged. While they're doing everything and giving you nothing, go online, study. I said, get your next cert. While you're for your eight hours there, that they that they're not giving nothing. Study, get your next certification, build up some skills, look up some stuff, 
get certifications on them. And when you feel like you are skilled enough, leave. And find somebody that feels like they find a job that will respect you as the engineer that you are. Exactly. I think, I think, go ahead. mm -hmm. And so she just looked at me and she was like, I didn't think about that. I said, I understand. I've been in that, I've been in that place before. And what I did, I studied. (laughs) I studied, I earned, I was in one time, I got my whole CCNA cyber ops. Oh yeah. And and both tests. That's that's two tests. That's how how much, right. That's how much they did not want to give me anything because I was a woman. And when I got that, I got that and I got my Juniper, uh, the foundation, the first one. I got those three and I left. Oh, yeah. I left. I got more money. I got a better position. So that's what I told her. And I guess it relieved her to know that she oh, wasn't yeah. the only woman to admit it or to say it. And there is a way to, you know, just back in another uh, another way of just excelling. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, nothing can stop the power of the grind. That's what I say. Like I said, there'll be less, like you say, that stuff does get to you. It's hard. Uh, I've been in those same, some of those same situations obviously on a, a different viewpoint. Um, but my thing is be less emotional and be more strategic. Like yeah. you said, what can, what can you handle? What can you determine? Like you said, you can determine whether you pass a certification. You go yeah, in your room, I, you start putting in the work you, and you show right. up. Yeah. Other than HR, you cannot change their way of being biased. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 even goes down to the salary. Like in 2020, they say women, women average 75K to to men that average 92 or over, you know, and we still trying to fight for equal pay. You know, I I mean, it's, 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 the statistics are out there. Like 57% of women are in workforce jobs and only 25 make computing and tech industries. And then the, the, the statistic that blew my mind, one of them was that 25% of women that hold science and engineer degrees are not working. They're not working, yeah, you know, compared to the good. 10% of men that hold the same degrees that's not working. So it's, 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 it's bizarre. But I mean, outside of the negativity, they have been movements. They have been, I mean... People, we all have gotten together. People have gotten together. There's different organizations like Girls Who Code, Girl Develop IT, you know, Black Girls Codes, Ladies Learning Code, uh, STEMIS Project, uh, Women in Cybersecurity, or Whiskers. I think that's what they call it. If I said it wrong, I apologize. But we, we have been making moves to, hey, it doesn't matter our gender. Exactly. We could do tech too, because I mean, I, I think I heard uh, back in the 60s, or it could have been later, uh, don't quote me history, but yeah. I know women came into tech and they all they had was women that coded. They just wanted women to code because we are, uh, we notice things, we're more, uh, just how we are. More detail-oriented. We are detail-oriented until men was like, hey, no, 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 (laughs) trying to get back in the houses. So, I mean, times are changing, but it's still, we cannot deny that it's still diversity. You know, just from being a woman. And then just from being black, we're still struggling, you know, gotcha. uh, to make things meet. You know, 1% of, there's only 1% of black startups from men. 
you know, and less of that is black startup and within tech from women. So that's the, the numbers are out there and it's not right. But I mean, things that you're doing here, um, things that's happening, like in Huntsville, Alabama, there's a 2020 Vision Future Tech Conference. And there's a lot of students that's in STEM programs that's going to join that conference. Uh, I'm actually speaking at that conference as well. And we're just hounding, like, you know, the next generation coming up, we could grow these numbers. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I applaud when I see black men and doing networking. I applaud even most when I see black women in networking because oh, yeah. I remember working at certain companies that you did not see a black person in networking at all. They would make them a system admin or help this, you know, and it's like, hey, we can network too. That's, you know, it's, it's, it's changing, but it's still out there to be talked about to continue pushing this movement for uh, fairness. Oh, yeah. So, Chelsea, uh, it's time for me to ask probably one of the most critical and groundbreaking questions of the show. Sure. Uh, what's your favorite hip-hop song? Now, you got now you got two choices. You can give me the your favorite hip-hop song right now, or you can say wrong genre. You know, does it have to be in this time period? <laughs> uh, no, it, it doesn't. Well, what, what, what you, you got? Know, you know, um, no, you know, like, I got, I got, I got to take it <laughs> back to, and I got a lot I, of them. I got a lot of them. So I know that's a hard question. You know, I am still part of the Nuckabee Buck generation. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, that will always be oh, a yeah. classic. Those, you know, that down South crunk, crunk music. Yeah, all the chrome you can never ever oh, everything yeah. that would easily put you in a fight in a bar, but it was played constantly. <laughs> so yeah, know? sometimes those songs get you in trouble. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I, I remember them days. Yep. Yeah, so I'm still I haven't moved past that time yet. <laughs> uh Chelsea, um, I'm gonna go ahead and roll out the black carpet for you. And I know you mentioned some things you're working on. Um just just think about some things you you really want to get out there right now on what you got coming up uh and some of your social media that we can reach you at yeah so i'm on linkedin uh my first name last name chelsea pierre uh i'm on facebook as well uh those are initially my only two uh social medias because i'm 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 barely on it so i'm on linkedin more than anything because that is a sound networking uh platform um, I also, again, like what I said, um, I create certification contents for Pluralsight and Cybery, and I'm actually going to add uh, ITEL uh, version 4 on Udemy. I'm working on that one as well. I am, uh, like I said, uh, coming up, uh, they have Division 2020 in Huntsville. The Future Tech Conference is going to be in June. So if you're in Huntsville in Alabama, come see me speak. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to be speaking at the Blackest Tech Conference, and it's going to be actually in New York. And that, that was in New York? Okay. Yeah, that's going yeah, yeah, well, to be in New York, and that's going to be postponed because of the coronavirus. And yeah. So as soon as I realize the next time uh, Susie updates me on when uh, it's going to start, then, of course, I'm going to flag that throughout the social media. Oh, yeah. uh, if you want to email me, if you're one of those ones, I don't like social media and all that other stuff like I used to be, you can, you can send me an email. It's my first name, last name, 
you can do zero at gmail.com. Right now, I'm trying to, I'm in, um, trying to create a business, a training, actual environment, my own business. So oh, as nice. soon as that, so as soon as that launches, then uh, I would definitely let y'all know. And, you know, it's, it's going it's to be a good thing because I see a lot of uh, issues within trying to get training, trying to get certifications, the prices, the expenses, uh, how much it is for licensing. So I'm, I'm coming up with a solution to help everybody out so they can get as skilled as as skilled as possible, as inexpensive as possible. And I mean, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change the culture of tech by the time I get done because um, some things that you're going through that you're dealing with that you feel like why they have to deal with, it doesn't have to stay like that. It, t- it takes one person to change that. You know, uh, just like uh, with Tesla, somebody said, "Why do we have to still have gas?" It just takes <laughs> one person to make to make a, a movement. So yeah, exactly. y'all gonna hear from me some more towards the end of this year, coming into next year. So that, that's what I'm doing. I'm working hard. Again, um, try, I'm gonna start try to start a chapter here in Tampa, Black Tech uh, uh, chapter, and just we are, we we're gonna. We're going to get better. We're moving positive, but we, oh, we're, going yeah. to, we're, going to, we're going to accelerate a little bit faster. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you, Chelsea, for being on the show. Uh, you dropped some good knowledge. Uh, definitely had some good talking points, getting the conversation started, um, and you put out some good groups that are working on some good things. I, I thank you for being on the show today. All right. Thank you so much for inviting me. All right. Thank you, Chelsea.